0: Welcome to Packaging News Weekly, a weekly show hosted on LinkedIn Live by Adam Peak, Corey Connors, and Avelio Matos. This news is being brought to you by Ubuntu. Ubuntu is a community of change makers and sustainability. If you want to join us, you can go to sustainablepackaging.io. Once again, that is sustainablepackaging.io and use code packaging25. Join us in our community. That we can make a difference in the world. Now, here's the news.
1: Hey guys, how's it going?
2: Uh, so today we are. Uh, I'm joining you from beautiful Fort Lauderdale. We've got Adam Peak, host of Package Design, uh, people oh, of no. packaging. There it is. <laughs> yeah, we've got <laughs> Corey, host of Sustainable Packaging, and myself, host of Package Design Unboxed. Um, hope everybody's doing well. Go ahead and uh, drop your location in the comments if you have any questions drop those in there if you're joining us for the very first time go ahead and post that in there as well we'd love to hear from you um how are you guys doing today
1: doing great great thanks for having me on the show sir appreciate you
2: yeah of course it's our show right we all do it together so i was
1: like come on Corey. well that's like (laughs)
0: like a standard podcast guest right right i'm just happy to be here yeah Uh, appreciate your time first time first time caller a long time listener long time packaging aficionado, yeah, yeah, uh I'm tired today guys the daylight i'm I'm like praying that this whole daylight savings thing goes away um i have no i have no idea if it's good or bad, but all I know is i'm i I don't want to keep doing it. <laughs>
1: It's not fun. They voted unanimously to, to stop it, right, in the Senate or in something like that? I don't like know. That. Yeah.
0: And since this isn't uh, a political uh, weekly show, we don't have to get into it. But I'll just say, like, cast my vote for not changing the clocks backwards and forwards. Uh, without having any idea. Don't come at me with, like, well, you are <laughs> not considering the economic impact of the blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think about that. I just don't want to change my clock. It's a really stupid thing. Yeah. You're um, just tired. Tired of being tired. Exactly. And Avelio is tired of um, talking you? on mute. There it is.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I'm, I'm from Arizona, so we don't change our clock. So we're pretty pretty down.
0: Yeah. We're ready. All right, we got Hugh in the house. What up, Hugh? Hey, Hugh. Hey, Rick. We got, yeah, uh, we got Mount Pleasant. Rick. And then we've got LinkedIn user says hi. What's up, LinkedIn <laughs> user? Sorry, we don't get all the data on the StreamYard thing, so <laughs> we're probably connected. You're probably an awesome person that we don't. Uh, oh, we have another LinkedIn user that says hello. So appreciate the LinkedIn users. <laughs> Rick and you. I don't know why it just shows up like that.
2: Yeah, uh, it's, it's, a set, it's a setting that the users have themselves. Uh,
0: oh, so privacy. Yeah, pretty interesting. Oh, yeah. got it. Okay. We got Montreal. We've gone, we've gone uh, international. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, Michelle, from Montreal?
2: Uh, sweet. Awesome. So what do we got going today? Uh, I know we've seen some uh, plastic stuff. Uh, I'm here in Florida and Fort Lauderdale just launched this thing with Pepsi where, uh, you know, Pepsi's helping clean up the beaches. That's all really nice. Um, but, you know, it's great. Help clean up the beaches. I mean, that's definitely something you need to be doing. Right. It's not something you're going to get a pat on the back for. That's kind of, that should be far from the course.
0: Yeah. Dang, look at this, you guys. We got. Sorry, we can talk about packaging here, but this is really cool. We got Elaine Cousins uh, from the UK. We got Matt Foster from Good Morning. Uh, (laughs) uh, Let's see, man, we got Mexico in the house. What's up, Sergio? Los Angeles. I was just there. I was just in LA this weekend at my kids' basketball tournament. New Jersey, coast to coast. And uh, we got Vanessa, hashtag I love packaging. Uh, which yeah, is not, not yet a city, but we are working on it we've petitioned we've petitioned Nevada in process, yeah. yeah, yeah, I love packaging Nevada <laughs> incorporated there um, yeah there's uh so appreciate everybody um for sure for tuning in It's really cool um, yeah, so you were saying that there's a big clean up the beach project um, yeah. in Port Lauderdale, which if you're against that, then you're, you're just not a good human being. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that's cool.
2: Um, yeah. And then we, uh, we shared an article internally on uh, plastic packaging, increasing food yeah. waste. Uh, what, what do you, what, what are your thoughts there? Adam?
0: Yeah. So um, this came actually from where uh, Elaine cousins is in the UK from the guardian. And there was a study done by, um, and I'll, I'll, I think I can drop this in here. Um, I think I can put this in the comments. No, no, I cannot. It says, can't post the comments. Anyway, I'll put it after the show goes live, but uh, it's- Yeah, but you can share your screen. Oh, I can't do that, can't I? Um, let's see, where'd you go? Share screen, okay. you think we've done this before uh, during, okay. So it, it, was, it was in the Guardian in the UK and it was this it, the headline was very attention grabbing and it was like plastic packaging increases fresh food waste new study finds and and i was like oh that's fascinating and so i i went through read the article looked into some of the information and i it, it's it's done by a nonprofit that has a has a it has an agenda to to get rid of plastic waste right so that's good um, but I felt like the premise in this article was a little interesting. It, they, they made a lot of assumptions that basically that people were buying too much food because it had a prolonged shelf life and mm-hmm. that they were throwing out the food because of its prolonged shelf life. And it said down here that if they got rid of plastic wrap on fruits and vegetables, uh, that we could save 10 point or ten thousand three hundred tons of plastic and about a hundred thousand tons of food from being wasted each year so I don't know I kind of felt like my initial reaction and I'm not in the plastic industry I, I people keep thinking like I have some sort of agenda like I work I actually work for a company that makes paper-based packaging so I, I legitimately don't have an agenda here but I do question the data and say like is that Is that just a theory
2: well i would say i don't know yeah Yeah, so one so one thing a couple things uh you know before packaging like my whole entire goal was to uh was to be a chef i spent a ton of time in culinary school a ton in you know in the kitchen restaurants when you refrigerate certain fruits vegetables they release sugars uh, and it changes the flavor and texture Right. So, so that's one thing, like the article was saying, you know, don't, don't put it in plastic, just refrigerate it because it'll stay longer. Right. If you keep it below 40 degrees, it'll stay longer. That's great. But it changes the flavor Uh, Two, working on some tomato packaging. I don't know probably like 10 years ago. uh, One thing I learned was, you know, like the the cucumbers and the squash and stuff comes in uh, a plastic shrink wrap. The reason that they do that is because for the most part, that stuff ships in the same trucks as tomatoes and there's off gassing that actually the cucumbers will off gas or like the squash mm-hmm. will off gas and will actually ripen tomatoes faster. So it, all of a sudden this cycle will spoil the food faster and of course the tomatoes off gas and ripen the cucumbers faster. So that's, you know, that's a big reason for, for having that. Something I never knew before. Uh, yeah, once I learned it, it made total sense.
0: Yeah. And it this is all part of like the like a full life cycle analysis, right? Or or at least really taking a deep dive in and understanding the reasons why. For sure, food companies are not looking to add costs because it is it is, I mean, the the margins are razor thin on fruits and vegetables. So it's not like they're adding packaging. They're not adding plastic because they're being paid off. Cause like big oil is in their pockets or something like that. Like, like most of the time it is a financial decision that is based on prolonging the, the, the life of the food. The other thing is if you got to now start shipping these things in separate refrigerated trucks, um, what's that going to do to energy use? What's it going to do now to the fact that we're going to say the only people who can, who can get, you know, have, have buy fruit at the supermarket have to have refrigeration, which isn't the majority of the world population for that point. So I don't know. I thought it was a little, a bit of an interesting article to dig into. Um, And like I said, I'll, I'll, uh, you can go to, uh, it's actually on the Ubuntu. It's in our uh, greenhouse, uh, the sustainable packaging greenhouse on Ubuntu. So you can look it up there. It came out in February, Um, but I thought it was interesting. Uh, Real quickly, let's say hi to Muhammad. Uh, Good morning, Muhammad. Uh, Matt is from New Hampshire. And uh, let's see, who do we also got here? Zubair asked uh, if we have any war-proof packaging. Um, I don't. know. cannot cannot stop wars with packaging,
1: unfortunately. If I could, I would. Seems like a pretty misleading article, Adam. Uh, obviously, their intentions were to to, pro, you know, push their agenda, and it's sad to me when people have articles like that. When we we just want the truth, we want the real reasons. Uh, I think Avelio is correct. You know, this food will last longer if we wrap it, um, and that will allow it to be shipped globally, and uh, that's important. Yeah, it's also
0: important to know that none, every one of us here is happy to be wrong about that. I'm yeah. totally good with being wrong about not <laughs> wrapping food, vegetables in fruit in plastic. Like I don't care. I'm happy to be totally wrong about that. I'm. I actually. I. I want that. I want to be wrong about that. But it seems like right now, I don't. It doesn't seem like that's the case. Yeah. Uh, Corey, do you have any uh any articles or
1: things that you found this week? You know, I have just released an episode with Chef Jensen Cummings, who is a brilliant chef. So this this makes a lot of sense that we're talking about food Uh, on some sustainable packaging with Corey Connors. He absolutely lays out how how and why restaurants should use sustainable packaging and just charge a little bit extra if they need to. Oftentimes, sustainable packaging can actually be a cost savings, in my opinion, but sometimes in the restaurant industry, it can cost a little bit extra. And he said if you add value and you show your consumers that it's more – uh, sustainable they will oftentimes be totally fine with paying a little bit extra for that uh, more sustainable option yeah just don't please don't buy the
0: compostable takeout containers and not have a place to compost to compost right like don't don't spend the money i mean i hate to tell you that but it you're just you're just i mean i guess chalk it up to marketing but it, that thing ain't getting She's going to the landfill yeah. and she's going to sit in the landfill for Get recyclable yeah. containers. Just yeah. Creates,
2: yeah, just creates bigger yeah. issues. I mean, from yep. straws to cups and plates that you see everywhere that would put the compostable symbol on them. And nobody can compost. Yeah. Okay. So it's a good story. It's feel good when you hold it in your hand. It's like, oh, this right. will become compost. And then you're like, well, what do I do with it now? Just goes to the landfill. And yep. it doesn't turn into compost there.
1: No. no. Most people don't know what to do with it. That's the problem. Yep. Or, they, or they put it in the recycle bin, which is what happens with most people. Which is the and worst. makes the recyclers man. mad.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aveli, do you have any uh, any fun guests coming up on your podcast this week?
2: Uh, yeah, this week I've got uh, Jenny Potts from from the UK. She's part of the Pent Awards uh, episodes I'm releasing. Uh, she's got some great stuff. Last week I had uh, Jenny Cairns from Butterfly Cannon. We went through uh, some of the sustainable packaging uh, information that they've got, which is a ton. That's her focus. Um, this week, I've got uh, Michael Napoli from TerraCycle. Uh, that's releasing, which is which is pretty cool. We get into some pretty good stuff on uh, carbon neutrality. I get him to break it down for me as if I was a first grader, which is pretty much my level of understanding on carbon neutrality. So it works out pretty good. Uh, and uh it looks like michelle's got a question here a really yeah. long one i don't think we'll be able to fit on here but let's say <laughs> let's
0: try <Yeah>. it <laughs> um yeah we can try it hey while while you guys are reading that question i'll just say i've got uh lara bada on my podcast this week i know she's going to be coming out on Corey's uh, podcast as well in a little bit uh oh, from milan italy doing a ton of work in sustainable packaging from around the world and uh, this week if you follow me on TikTok. Um, I went through a Walgreens and made a uh, series of videos about packaging and Walgreens. So uh, make sure, make sure you connect up with me there at packaging pastor. All right. Michelle asks uh, if you're creating a board game or anything, is it better to design it with sizing that fits a standard box size or is there really no difference if creating new packaging waste wise and price wise? I'd love your feedback. Packaging design.
2: You know, I would I would say um, if you check back, I think like three or four episodes on package design unboxed, I have a game developer manufacturer on there who does all the monopolies, all the Monopoly games, and we get into some of the stuff. And he he's sorry for the background noise, uh, but um, he's also more than happy to answer questions. So I'd be I'd be happy to connect uh, you with him. Definitely check out that episode.
0: Way to pass the buck, Avelio. I like it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not an expert, but I know an expert.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I I say that all the time. I'm like, I don't know everything about packaging. Not even close. But I know a lot of people who know a lot of stuff. So, cool. Uh, Well, I think that's it, Avelio. Uh, Travel safe uh, from Fort Lauderdale back home. And Michelle,
1: please reach out to us if you, uh, you know, behind the scenes, we're happy to answer more questions in detail. I think my question is, are you asking about the primary or the tertiary or secondary packaging? Uh, All of those relate to that. Uh, So please reach out to us and we're here to help. Cool deal. Um,
0: Oh man, Christine comes in right at the end. Uh, All right, see you. Uh,
2: What do we got here with Christine?
0: It's it's basically like a chicken and the egg thing, right? So like, if people are buying compostable packaging, yeah. is you know is does that mean that we'll we'll then create the infrastructure? Um, I don't I don't know. Maybe. Um, I, I. It's I, not I think an easy
2: infrastructure to put to put in place. Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah, yeah, and and there is a very real question, Christine, around is com- is packaging that is compostable. Is, does it actually help the compost? Um, and in many cases, it's, it doesn't, it's not It's not good for the compost. And so even industrial composters that have the equipment are saying, no, thanks. We right. don't want your compostable packaging. And so it, it's a little bit, I think, of adventures and missing the point currently. Um, now that's not to say that there isn't some value to it. It's just, it's really expensive uh, and I know Christine, you're in the flexible film space. So, like a stand-up pouch that's made from all PLA costs eight to ten x a standard pouch, and it tends to have a worse barrier in oxygen or a, a water and oxygen barrier. So, why degrade? Yeah. Why degrade the the product? So yeah. I don't yeah. know.
2: Plus it plus it's got to it's got to run hotter, uh, it's got to run longer than your typical compost, which then you know to your point of being more expensive to compost more energy as well. Right? Yeah. More energy. So then what are you really, what are you really getting? What's the benefit there? So. I think
0: we should invest in composting regardless. Like I just think yeah, we should invest in it because of the food waste question, not because of packaging, like stop creating right. packaging that is technically compostable, make packaging do what packaging is supposed to do. And let's invest in it and, and, and we'll innovate. We'll find, we'll find the material yeah. I believe. I agree for sure. All right. Awesome.
2: All right. We're wrapping up Hugh, you. Thanks so much. Appreciate yeah, it.
0: give you the last word.
2: Been here, man. <laughs> All, All right, guys. We'll somebody. wrap
0: up. Well, that's it for the news. You can join myself, Corey Connors, and Avelio Matos every Monday morning at eight thirty a.m. Mountain Standard Time on LinkedIn. Make sure you. Put it into your calendars where we cover uh, news that's being brought to you by Ubuntu. You can get your own newsletter by signing up at sustainablepackaging.io and using code packaging25. You can also get more from Avelio by connecting with him on LinkedIn or listening to the Package Design Unboxed podcast, along with Corey Connors on TikTok at Coreygated on LinkedIn, and also his sustainable packaging podcast. If you want to know how you can join us as a sponsor, you can send us all an email at info at incasemedia.com. That is E-N-C-A-S-E-M-E-D-I-A dot com. We'll talk to you next week.